What's up, Bruski? My name is Marco Dupa. With me, as always, the great and powerful Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up? Tonight's brew is from the Goose Island Beer Company. Honk. Their neon beer. Neon beer. Neon beer hug. Neon beer hug. Uh, and Adam's going to have a little bit more about that after the break. What's on tap for you guys tonight? Uh, PlayStation just announced that they're, oh, what, GamesCon? GameCon something? Yeah, I mean, just, they just announced it. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 game, the game thing. The game thing. Yeah, with uh, the, the, the guy. And the dudes. Yeah. And the, and the, and the guys. That they have now their own version of the uh, Xbox Pro controller. I think this was called the Pro a pro elite or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Their dual sense edge. And we're going to get into the specs of that because that's very interesting because I don't know. I mean, I, I talked about it last week, mm-hmm. right? As my cheers. But I mean, your boys, your boys <laughs> in there now. So we can, we can have Freshly these conversations. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm ready to just, cause I'm definitely copping that control. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then of course, this podcast wouldn't be uh, complete if we didn't talk about some controversy in the music industry. And boy, howdy, is there some. <laughs> FN Mecca? You guys had to know that this 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 was a thing and uh, we were going to talk about it. There's yeah. no way uh, I, I could let it live down without addressing sure. it a little bit. So yeah. AI rapper signed to Capitol Records? He's not even a... He's not, we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into it. <laughs> he's not even a he. He's not even it. Yeah, he, he's a thing. He's, it's a thing. Yeah. Signed and then promptly dropped from the label <laughs> within weeks, and we're gonna get into why uh, later on. So, let's get into it. You ready to do this thing? Am I? Well, this is episode three sixty six of the One Beer In podcast. They're not independent anymore, right? No. Who bought them? Me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe they are and they just have a distribution deal, but I know they've been one of the big, obviously one of the big um, big box, if you will, breweries that you find in most places that don't have other craft beer. Yeah. So... Yeah. I, I say that as both an apology and an acknowledgement <laughs> of why I got a Goose Island beer. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think it's important for us to try some of the bigger names, um, even though we love our local craft beer scene mm. um, and your little mom and pop shops. You know, I figure why not every once in a while grab something from Publix and see what they're messing with nowadays. Because that, that's really how we started this entire craft beer journey. That's true. Um, was just trying out the stuff they had locally mm-hmm. um, outside of the breweries themselves. Mm-hmm. So getting back to our uh, classless roots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder what 
I'd, I'd love to do a side-by-side -side of this and just the Goose Island IPA, like the flagship mm -hmm. IPA that's at every sports bar now. Yeah. Just to kind of understand why the neon beer even needs to exist. Anheuser-Busch owns Goose Island. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. That is what I thought. All right. Well... This is the One Beer and Podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew and see where that one brew takes us. And Adam, you gave a little bit. You got any more about the Neon Beer Hug? Uh, well, unfortunately, it doesn't have a cold read for me, but on the box, it does say an electric bouquet of tropical and citrus flavors. Um, this is the Goose Island Neon Beer Hug IPA. It comes in a 7% ABV. Um, that's basically all we got. Okay. Yeah, that's basically all we got. All right. Well, that's uh, but all we need. I will say that this is part of a series. Apparently, um, the beer hug is its own thing. Uh. Um. So I think they have their own like variety pack of beer hugs. If you if you can find those locally. But, okay. Yeah. This is the neon. All right. Yeah. Rock and roll. Let's do it to it, baby. Let's start with the PlayStation controller. Okay. That seems fun. Yeah, it should be. And very expensive. Yeah. yeah <laughs> One well, would think. Yeah. Um, but yes, as you were saying, the Dual Sense Edge. I always want to call it the Dual Shock still. I yeah, yeah. The Dual Sense. Because Dual Shock sounds cool as shit. It does. Dual Sense is meh. It sounds softer. Yeah. I don't like Dual it. Sense. Dual Sense. It's like when uh uh, Squaresoft just became Square. Yeah, like, yeah, that is Square. <laughs> it's lame as or, fuck. Or uh, it was uh, Square Enix, wasn't it for a while? Yeah, it was Square Enix. Yeah, then Square Squaresoft. No, no Squaresoft. Soft, then Square, Square Enix, Enix. Then just, just Square. Square. Yeah, that's trash. Yeah, just be Squaresoft. Because you, I mean, software from Square. It means something to us. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. It matters. It's one of my earliest memories of understanding, like how video games got made yeah and not just playing them but sure. like there's developers yeah. and publishers and all these companies and all this shit that goes into it yeah. it's one of the first i mean obviously like the consoles mm -hmm. nintendo and all that sure. jazz but like the companies like yeah. konami capcom capcom mm -hmm. uh uh rare um yeah. we're going to n64 yeah yeah uh, acclaim acclaim was one of them because mm -hmm. uh it made i think it made Jam. nba jam yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, so it, it used to matter. It used to matter. Used to matter. It used to mean something. Yeah, they just come up with these stupid names. It's just like, come on, man. You want people to remember this shit? The last name, ironically, that really, really meant something to me, or that I thought was a good name, a clever name, was Respawn. Yeah, I thought that was cool because it was a bunch of guys from a company, and they're like, you know, offshoot into a new thing and it's like their yeah. rebirth it's yeah. like them coming back from because well, they left from call of duty didn't they yeah they all they all respawned off of call of duty yeah exactly and that's i thought good. that's a good name i like that i can't know i can't believe nobody else had that before yeah. they did yeah. that's a great name that was the last one that i heard that i thought was that i thought was good if only they'd make titanfall 3 <sighs> come on guys we're begging we're begging it <laughs> use all the extra money you have now <laughs> that you're raking in right just make that Titanfall, man. Please, Come on. Please. Can you imagine I a Titanfall Battle Royale? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I know people would say that already exists, but 
What with Apex? Mechs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Apex, yeah, it's well, not the same. It's not because I mean, honestly, if you just threw Mechs into Apex, then I'd be I'd be yeah, happy with that. That'd be great. But I would still I still want a Titanfall three. You don't get to the heights of that Titanfall single player mode, Titanfall two. Yeah, you don't get to those heights and then just leave us hanging. I know. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, I. I, I it was so good. Titanfall 2 was so, so good. good. So good. So good. So good. So good. So good. So good. Underrated for being as successful and cri- as critically ac- critically acclaimed as it yeah. was. Underrated. Yeah. Yeah. Underplayed. <laughs> Definitely. You underplayed. can buy for like five bucks now. So if you haven't. Unreal. Fix that. Just get it. Anyway. Yeah. The, uh, the DualSense Edge, um, according to PlayStation Blog. It's going to have a number of features and hard, uh, hardware and software-based customization options uh, for creating a completely personalized controller experience, including ultra-customizable controls uh, so you can uh, remap or deactivate specific button inputs, fine-tune your aim by adjusting stick sensitivity in dead zones. Um, each trigger is adjustable with options to tailor travel distance in dead zones. Um, so, yeah. Wild. I mean, perfect for every uh, competitive first-person shooter player. Oh, yeah. Even racing games. <clears throat> so that's cool. Uh, the ability to save multiple control profiles. So you can swap between different profiles uh, based on however your specific controller is customized, mm-hmm. which seems cool too. Yeah. I mean, you basically these features... And I, I'm like, you keep running them off, but this this stuff is stuff that you have to do in game. Mm-hmm. Now you can just map it to your controller, which is yeah. sick as fuck. Yeah. Um. Oh, interesting. It, it also says that you can apparently customize multiple profiles for different games too. Yeah. So, you know, the, their uh, example here is if you're playing. Ragnarok, you you're not going to want the same control scheme as you're playing in online battle royale. Right. So <clears throat> that's cool. Uh, on controller user interface. So I don't understand what this is. So let me actually read it for Batum. Okay. Uh, the dedicated FN button allows you to easily adjust your setup while staying focused on the in-game action. Quickly swap between your preset control profiles, adjust game volume and chat balance, and access the controller profile setting menu to set up and test new control iterations while in game interesting yeah that seems pretty cut and dry (laughs) (laughs) so it's just a button that opens up a menu yeah so like what like mid game you can change your profile or fuck with your settings like in the middle of the game but does that mean the does that mean the interface is on the controller itself? Like it pops up a screen or something? Like that that seems confusing. That would be, yeah, that would be a lot. On controller user interface. On control, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I mean. Oh, that part. Yeah, that part is weird. So I don't, As of yeah. now, from what it sounds like, it's just a button that pops up with like a mini menu as you're playing the game and you can fine tune stuff. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. Uh, changeable stick caps and back buttons, which makes sense. Um, replaceable <coughs> stick modules play longer with the ability to fully replace each individual stick module on the controller. So whenever your sticks run out, start giving you the uh, the uh, lag or or the what's it called the the 
ghosting. Yeah, the uh, drift. Drift. Stick yes, drift. Stick drift. You can just replace those instead of having to buy a completely new controller. Well, that's good. Yeah. It's nice. Because however, <laughs> however much this controller is going to cost, if I have to fucking yeah. replace it, that, yeah, that's, that's So nice nonsense. of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then finally, built-in DualSense wireless controller features. Uh, the DualSense Edge wireless controller retains the signature comfort and immersive experience of the DualSense wireless controller while playing supported games, including haptic feedback, adaptive triggers, built-in microphone, motion controls, and more. Um, it comes with a fancy USB-C braided cable. Uh, Does it say fancy? No, in, I added oh, that. Okay, I, added <laughs> I was that. about to say. Uh, okay, it has a carrying case. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah, that's about it. That's about it. But I don't it, think we need any more carrying cases for things like this. No. No, I I bought a fidget toy just to you know keep my ADD at bay when mm. I'm at work, okay, and in meetings and stuff. Interesting. And it came with a carrying case. Un- it's just Why? completely unnecessary. Why? That <laughs> I don't need a carrying case, dude. If you ever in your life pull out a fidget <laughs> spinner thing, <laughs> or the carrying case, and then zzz, and then pull out your little fit. I mean, we're no longer friends. That's for sure. <laughs> it's like what a supervillain has, right? <laughs> Like yeah. it's so much pomp and circumstance for something so that's, stupid. That's they unzip it and then it and then it floats in their hand mm-hmm. because they're showing how powful their yeah. telekinesis is. That's and what they that start is. fidgeting with it while it's yeah. in their hand just, floating. Yeah. <laughs> and then it does like exploded view and just yeah. you see everything. Yeah. That's that is it's too much. Yeah, it's too much. Way but too much. Anyway, I guess that's where some of your money's going when you buy this. But uh unnecessary. Yeah. It looks cool though. It, it has, like, a nice sheen to it. Um, it looks less like a toy and even more like a tool. That was always the problem with the Mad Cats controllers. Anything oh. that was, like, a customizable controller controller always looked and felt cheap. Yeah. And like a toy. Didn't feel real in your hands. Yeah. And it, you can always tell because if you gripped it hard enough, you hear it like you the... You hear it like, <laughs> <laughs> the plastic. bearing <laughs> under the weight. <laughs> Oh yeah, I've broken. I've broken a couple of those. Yeah, you ever used to do these to them? Oh yeah, oh yeah, just <laughs> to hear them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thousand percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that to once. I got it's so it's so funny because like maybe a month before I got the PlayStation. So I guess a month ago, I got um, a new PS4 controller because the one that I had, dude. I don't know if it's like this some kind of like uh, Apple battery thing uh-huh. in that like all of my shit started to fall apart. Yeah. But in the past like three months, I went through, well, two controllers, two PS4 controllers, which before that I held on the one for like five years. Yeah. I mean, it was cutting into my thumbs sure. because there was no grip left <laughs> yeah but it was still working fine and then out of nowhere it just stopped well it, maybe it had a lot to do with me smashing it on the ground but <sighs> i didn't want to say <laughs> it, but. <sighs> but i will say that that controller lasted i mean it, it it went through thick and thin with me that and that playstation man and then i bought a controller and then like two months in the square button stopped working, so I just couldn't. I just couldn't use it anymore. It's it, that's it is weird. because it, like you lose, and that's why this thing is also kind of cool too. Being able to remap stuff, uh, uh, 
you can you can like from what it sounds like you can you can uh, figure out like yeah. the buttons this button's fucked up you can remap it yeah, or you re- can replace, replace it parts, yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be so much more clutch than having to go to the store and get a brand new controller sure. when one button isn't working everything yeah. else is is fine one button's not working yeah I mean there are ways to to repair those kind of things on your own but they are usually a pain in the ass yeah I mean I I I took the controller apart to see if uh any of the um any of the things had become detached or if there was any like i don't know fuzz in there or anything just yeah. it's just like a simple like look through but pulled it apart and i was just like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing what, the, what, what am i gonna do with this just throw it in the garbage yeah i mean i just snapped it back together i was like there's nothing else there's yeah. nothing else for me to do unless there was a thing just looking me in the face going replace this like yeah. there's nothing else i was gonna do so then I got another controller, and uh, I mean that one was working okay until. And then I got the fucking mm-hmm. PS Five, so it's like, I I you know I don't know what to. I don't want to just get rid of the PS Four and all this stuff because. But I kind of feel yeah. like, what am I gonna do with it now? I mean, not yet. Maybe hold on to it for another year. For what? Uh, I mean, I can't. Space. I can't sell it. It is a relic of an old time. I, I couldn't sell it. It's in just poor condition i'm surprised it even still works every day i turned it on i was like today's gonna be the last (laughs) i mean you may be able to still sell it. i don't know get like 50 bucks for it but at that point just i might as well just keep it that's true i'm just wondering like do would i ever need to go back to it is the thing probably not but i don't know i it's always hard for me to throw stuff away you know that i know that yeah so yeah, we'll give a view of the uh, give a tour of the apartment. That's all right. Uh, <laughs> I I'm holding on to mine only because it is my PSVR machine. Yeah, but when VR two comes out, you're not going to need it, right? So it's so after that. It's like, what's the point? It's just yeah. taking up space for me. Well, and you P- know what? PT. I have PT. PT still. You got PT. That's right. <laughs> you do. You yeah. do have PT. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just I don't know because I didn't realize how easy. How easy it is to just... I just plugged in the external hard drive for my PS4, and all of the games just popped up yeah. on there, and I can just... Yeah, yeah. Not to mention the cloud. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I was... I downloaded Vanguard, and it... I, I don't know if you've seen or heard anything about this. I downloaded Vanguard on accident. I was just trying to get back into Warzone, but I downloaded uh, Call of Duty Vanguard, and I started playing it on my TV, and it just... It sent my TV into a fucking seizure. What happened? So it started, like, as soon as I booted the game up, the screen started shaking, and then it turned into a different color, and it started shaking, and I couldn't recover it. I had to turn the PlayStation off, and then, or I had to restart the PlayStation, and then I had to delete the game. Huh. I couldn't, I couldn't play it, and I haven't played a PS5 game on it yet. So probably tomorrow, I will boot up Devil May Cry 5. Yeah. It's 5 or 6? 5. It's 5. five. Uh, that you let me borrow. I'm going to boot that up. And uh, hopefully this was just like a freak occurrence. <laughs> because if it can't yeah. play. And that's why I was wondering about. I had to Google it. I was like. I, I, I'm not wrong about the TV. Like, I, I thought like. Do I need a specific TV to play this PS5? I don't need an 8K TV. I have a 4K uh, high def yeah. Vizio. I don't. And it comes with an HDMI right? Yeah it came with an HDMI. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I can't think of anything, but it was really weird, and it, yeah. it 
scared me. I was like, it's oh, weird. no. It's weird. Am I, do I have to like send this back? Oh. Am I going to have to wait another like six months for them to send me a new one? What's the deal? Because with a PS4, they got them just laying around. They probably, yeah, yeah. They're, they're probably stepping over them. There's so <laughs> many of them there. I mean, that may be the case with PS5s, too. That's true, yeah. So They're probably just holding on to them. Yeah. But, I just, you know, I don't, I don't want to think about the worst. No, 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 no. But there's no reason to at this point. Right. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try. I'm going to put, uh, put that uh, DMC in there, see how that goes. Yeah. Then I'll get back to you. Okay. Okay. It may be a settings thing. Um, if you have, like, uh, uh, any of the what was it, high, the, the, the black the HDR, thing. HDR yeah. thing. Yeah. If you have that set up and your TV isn't. If your input isn't set up for that as well, it may be that is crossing the signals. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you guys think? Because <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> no clue. Yeah. All right. So no price yet for the controller, right? Just announced. No. no. I mean, a SCUF controller is like 180. You know what a SCUF is? Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> a SCUF. A scuff controller is like is sort of like that, but more customizable. Mm. With it, it, it's made by an independent company, Scuff. Okay, I think is the, I'm pretty sure the company Scuff, and they make can they make fully customizable controllers for both PlayStation and Xbox. I see. And that's how people have been like you play Call of Duty and you're like. How is this guy maneuvering this way? And mm-hmm. it could be that they're whole, you know, they got the claw, <laughs> yeah. Or it could be that they bought a fucking scuff controller, sure, which has like extra triggers yeah, and the all paddles. kinds of, yeah. Which the Edge has, yes. So I was super excited about that because I'm like, bro, yeah. I'm probably still gonna get my <laughs> fucking just, uh-huh. I, you know, your, I'm just gonna get cannibalized. Your lunch and dinner eight, <laughs> but yeah, um. I still, I still feel like it'll at least, uh, you know, put me on an even keel yeah. with some of these little Help. freak shows. Yeah. So you can, you can do almost anything with it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So it's pretty cool, but it's super expensive. Yeah. So I'm wondering, first of all, if it, if the, if the edge is the same price as the scuff, why not just get a scuff? It's more customizable. I, I don't think it will be. Um, the Scuff Reflex Pro comes in at two nineteen. Yeah, that's the that's the granddaddy right there. So I don't see, and mind you, I don't know. I don't know now. I don't see the Edge coming in at more than hundred fifty. Yeah, I don't think they'd do that. If it's if it's about if it's about one forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, I'll cop that boy. That's what I. That's what I think. Yeah. I mean, they're already fucking. I mean, you want you want a replacement controller? It's another seventy something dollars, right? You know, why not just wait a little bit, save up, and get a fucking, you know, a, a really good controller? Yeah, and then give your friend the Snickle Fritz. Sure. Um, just looking for comparison's sake, the Xbox Elite Wireless Controller Series Two is one seventy nine. Um, mm. so that makes sense. Yeah, that's a little pricey. That's a little high. That's a little high. That's but you know, thinking about it, the PlayStation One, might, the Edge may come in, maybe closer to that. I'm yeah. hoping for 150. Yeah, yeah, it's probably gonna be. We'll see, probably gonna be comparable to that. Yeah. But I, I can almost guarantee it's gonna be under 200 
bucks. Yeah. It's got to be, right? Yeah, I mean, it has to be. To compete with a, an independent maker. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. they, they have all the R&D and, like, all the, all the man hours that they can possibly put into this thing as pl- Sony PlayStation. Mm-hmm. You have to figure that's going to be reflected in the cost. I think the only thing that they're... I mean, if it's going to be 200 or or even somewhere in that neighborhood... They're just banking on the fact that people maybe not know what a scuff is. Sure. And banking on like, hey, this is this is uh, coming from the company itself. You can trust that. Yeah. I will say, though, uh, what gives me a little bit of confidence is going to be somewhat reasonable is that all of their like pulse headphones have been super cheap. Yeah. Comparatively. Yeah. Um, for what you get. So, yeah. You know, I'm That's hoping the, they keep that going. <clears throat> I have a nice pair of headphones, but they plug directly into the USB on on the PlayStation itself. Oh, yeah, so they're not wireless. They, uh, but I, I prefer it because I like mic monitoring. Okay, and I don't like I don't lug, I don't like plugging into the controller itself. Wireless control. I mean, I would like a wireless one, but they're like a little. Why not just, into the controller? So you can't throw you, it. <laughs> been fooled too many times yeah, yeah I, I can't if i if i throw the headset the controller's going with it or vice versa yeah. your so. neck goes with it <laughs> no i like uh i like mic monitoring I, I maybe it's maybe it's from years of recording music and and hearing my own voice through like headsets and this very podcast yeah but i don't like not being able to hear my own voice mm-hmm. when I'm yeah when I'm playing. I, I've realized <laughs> you're just full of it today. <laughs> you fuck. Uh-huh. It it's weird. I hear other people play with uh, headsets. When I'm playing with a headset and I can't, I don't have mic monitoring. I have to have one ear off so that I can hear. I mean, it's not just. I mean, as vain as it sounds, it's not just about hearing my own voice. It's mm-hmm. it's literally monitoring like how loud I am. Because yeah. I'm in a house with two other people, and okay. I'm already screaming, and, yeah. and I'm already like angry, yeah. and it's it, it helps to, uh, you know, um, keep track of my yeah. levels, keep that in check. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but you need to plug it. You need the power of the actual PlayStation. It can't plug into the controller. It has right, to plug right, directly right. into the. So, the mute button on the controller yeah. has been like super oh, clutch. It's, great. Yeah. it's it's a it's awesome. Yeah. Had no idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah, love it. I use it, it every single time I play. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. And it just the controller just feels. And is this going to turn into like a love letter to the PlayStation? I mean, so far, I mean, I haven't really like taken it to its limits, which is what well, I'm like. I want to. Yeah, do. You, you're saying you haven't played a PS5 game yet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't for a couple of reasons. Number one, I have to. I have to buy one. Other than uh, DMC, you let me borrow. I don't have any. Mm, yeah, I guess so. There's nothing in the uh, PS Plus collection. Well, there. I mean, there is, but like. Or are they are they all PS4 games? All the ones in the collection are. I know they're mostly PS4 games. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Tsushima has, a, has an upgrade. Has an upgrade. I'm not spending ten dollars to play that game again. I already. Yeah. I love. I love the game. It's one yeah. of my favorite games of all time. Did you play I the Iki Island? I did. Okay. Yes. All I, right, I well, got the yeah. director's cut. I got yeah, the yeah, bonus yeah. features. I got all that jazz. You got your I'm not spending worth. another. Yeah. That's yeah. how I felt about uh, uh, Spider-Man. I was like, yeah. I played the hell out of the game and I loved it, but I'm not going to play it again. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'll just play the PS4 version. I mean, I, I you know, I, 
ray tracing and fucking uh it looks it looks like, like okay if it's not a completely different experience like i'm not spending more money yeah. on this uh, well and, the, and to be fair i i was only able to do that because i played uh, uh miles morales yeah so i was able to see all the ray tracing and how cool it looks in the ps5 uh upgrade but yeah not have to replay the same game again yeah so i'm not doing that yeah so um as far as oh oh i guess I'm I'm hesitant to play uh, Forbidden West because I didn't play Zero Dawn, so I have to go back and play Zero Dawn. Yes, you do, which be- is in the collection. I'm pretty sure, but it's not a it's a it's not PS4, right? And I have your copy, so I'll just oh play yeah, that. yeah yeah just put that in yeah just put <laughs> yeah. that in. I think I think there's a PS5 upgrade for that. If there is, then maybe I'll do that and kind of see you know how it goes from you know the first game to the next game. But that's a lot of game I gotta play. <laughs> Yeah, it is. You know? I mean, you have two open world games to get through. Yeah, that's... So. A, uh, yeah. I mean, if you want... If you want... I, and I'm not suggesting you do this. Don't get me wrong. You could just watch a playthrough. No, not not on this one. I'll play it. Okay. I'll play... I'll play Zero Dawn. I just because I've heard wise. so many good things about it. From I think you, that's wise. from Bond, from all yeah, these yeah. people. I think that's smart and... Mostly because a lot of the controls and a lot of the, like, sort of skills you get carry over. Mm. I mean, your own physical skills, not, like, the game skills. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of learn how to play if you play through the first one. Yeah. First. I will say I would play through God of War again. Yeah. And I think that there's a PS5 upgrade for that. If not, it at least looks better. You know, it runs and looks better on PS5. I think that's the same with Horizon Zero Dawn, actually, is there's not, like, a PS5 version of it, but yeah. they just optimize it for PS5. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. can tell you this. Uh, I don't know if they if if uh, Call of Duty did anything to optimize it for PS5. It feels better on the PS5. It's faster. Yeah. Uh, stronger. Uh, stronger. It, you know, it's just smoother. It's a smoother experience. I yeah. feel like... I feel like I've been playing better. I mean, I you know, <laughs> dropped a dropped a fourteen bomb the other day. Nice. You know, I just I'm in it. Yeah. You know, so I don't know if that's just the placebo effect of having a a. a but the controller does feel better in your yeah. hands. It's a better controller than the DualShock. It yeah, is. Yeah. I was surprised because it's like chunkier. Yeah. Which I wasn't expecting to like more because the the DualShock like your mitts kind of go around it more mm-hmm. they, they like curve around it more but I, i've found it it gives you a, the the dual sense gives you a little less like hand fatigue because mm-hmm. it's more spread out you yeah. know you have a little bit more meat on the bones to to hold on to yeah and i think that the the analog sticks are just just wide enough mm-hmm. i've i've realized that with the dual shock your thumbs you are traveling. That. Yeah. You got to do that. Yeah. And on the on the sense they're not traveling as much. Mm-hmm. And I and I can feel the uh lack of movement and that it's easier uh for your thumbs to just stay in place and just I yeah. can I like I can like you said that the hand fatigue like I can feel that it's easier mm-hmm. to use. Yeah. It's just that much more ergonomic. <clears throat> yeah. Which I didn't think because I was so used to the the dual shock, yeah. obviously it's it's been essentially, I mean, close to unchanged in style for the past like twenty years. I mean, literally, I have a PS2 controller I found in my garage, and I mean, minus the analog sticks because those came in the later versions. Well, the PS1. Well, the 
Yeah, the P- yeah. Yeah. And then I mean it's it's it's, it's almost the exactly same, yeah. the same case the same, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I mean it's a good design. Mm-hmm. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, but they found a way to fix it and now twice with the edge yeah yeah (laughs) so yeah uh yeah no i'm definitely interested even though i'm not like a competitive gamer and i don't play online very much we're gonna get you on apex you fuck we're gonna get you on apex i know it's gonna be fun we all have ps5s now yeah maybe we can jump back into battlefield if it works (laughs) if it works (laughs) if it's working out i I think there's been enough time it feels like there's been enough time for them to work out a lot of the games yeah let's just jump back in a battlefield why not why not i never i never even really got to give it a good go yeah i mean uh juan bless up gave me uh, a copy Mm -hmm. and it's it's still in the plastic sitting there you know because i didn't you know i didn't have the didn't have it yet now i got it yeah. So maybe I'll pop that into. Ah, fuck, I got so many games now. <laughs> I just realized like they're just starting to, they're just starting to yeah. pile up. I just I realized I also had to give you something else too, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah. So. Oh man, and I really want to play that too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to start with. Do I start with Guardians or DMC or Forbidden West? You'll dig or them not all. Forbidden West. Uh, Zero, Zero Dawn. Dawn. Um. Ooh, that's a good question. What to start with on PS5? Um, hmm. I would, I think, I think I would probably start with, I'd play Zero Dawn in the background as like a every once in a while game. And then I would, for a PS5 experience. Oh, that's tough. (laughs) That's really tough. You already beat Miles Morales, right? I have to give you that too. then. Okay, Miles Morales then. All right, yeah. Make that your first like PS5 experience game because it's so pretty. It's so fun to play. It's really short too. Yeah. I mean, j- pretty short. It's like I don't know, maybe, relative to yeah, the maybe like a games. third of the length of uh, the full Spider-Man game. Yeah. Uh, start with that. Okay. Yeah. No, start that, with that. That, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Um, Guardians is not super long either, and it's it's really fun. So you can hop in and out of that game too. Uh, DMC is incredible, but you kind of got to keep playing it once you start, yeah. or else you're gonna lose the muscle memory. Oh, buddy, yeah, I've played all of them except for this one. Yeah, it's one of my one of my favorite PlayStation Two games. Yeah, I remember going to Blockbuster and just like, <laughs> I, I rented it. Too. I rented a DMC one from Blockbuster, yeah. not knowing what I was getting into. Yeah, and I think I I beat it in like two days. Yeah, <laughs> just running through it. Yeah. And it it's it does this perfect thing where it grades your gameplay yeah. real time. Yeah. So it makes you go, oh, what am I doing? I gotta I gotta combo better. I gotta Super get sexy, more stylish. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they really fucking they really got you by the balls yeah. when you when you start getting into it. And you're like, I need to finish this at an S yeah. or I failed. Yeah. 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 Uh, so the the the, the all, all, I have all these games I need to play. I, I really want to, you know, experience this, uh, the console for, for, for what it is. Every, every I want, I want, I want every, I want it all. Yeah, I want it all. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that includes uh, the capabilities of like it's, it's, uh, it's streaming and, and, and what it's, uh, 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 the fidelity that you can watch things in. Yeah, Blu-rays. You said 4Ks. you have a 4K TV, right? Is that what you're running off of? It uh yeah. 
I have to double check. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's a 4K TV. <laughs> okay. I'm yeah. pretty sure. I mean, I haven't... The thing is, <clears throat> unless you have something like a PlayStation, mm-hmm. you, you have no other way of, like, figuring out the capabilities of something like... Uh, you know, like, it says it on the box. It's like, you know... Uh, ultra high def and you're like sure i mean okay (laughs) i assume yeah so i want to also push that to its limits and i've realized something recently with all of these stream all of this streaming news that's been coming out and Mm -hmm. all these all these uh just just how these these mega conglomerates have been handling this stuff that people like yourself uh the nerds of the world. Sure. I'll accept it. Have 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 one upped the 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 casual fan or the casual user of these things. Mm-hmm. In that everyone was duped by these companies thinking it'll all everything that I enjoy will be all in one place and I'll just yeah. play this I'll just pay this flat rate uh-huh. and then I'll just be able to enjoy all the things that I want. And you really started to see it bubbling once we all kind of collectively yeah, yeah. figured out that we don't own any of this stuff, and at a moment's notice, it's gone. Yeah, and the the physical media gods and I sit atop our thrones <laughs> in the pantheon of, of being right and look down on you plebeians yes. watching yes. you as, as your world burns. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it really is... Uh, and it was just really eye-opening <laughs> thing where I was just like, because I I realized I realized something about myself, which is I don't go on Netflix and Hulu and and all these. I don't go on them looking for the new shit that Netflix has made mm-hmm. or like you know do their Russian roulette of a movie and try to find something to watch. Right. Yeah. What I do is. I think of a movie that I want to watch mm-hmm. and then I look through each yeah. one to see if they're streaming it. Yeah, yeah. Right? And I've realized that like all of my favorite movies, why don't I just own them? I could just one day like I've watched The Mummy on HBO Max. <laughs> I mean, like when I got HBO Max and realized it was on there, I mean I watched it probably like six or seven yeah, times, yeah. honestly. As you do. Yeah. And so I'm thinking like when they decide to just take it off. That's it. I just don't get to enjoy one of my favorite right. movies until somebody else buys the rights to it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and 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 this is like a, millions of people are starting to realize, like, you fucked up. We fucked up. Yeah. You know, the whole industry out there that we just for like five or six years just ignored while while you guys. We're jumping into the Criterion collection and like yes. racking up the racket. I mean, I you know, yeah, yeah. It's just, it sucks because I wanted I wanted to beef up my collection of Blu-rays, and then I realized like, <clears throat> you know, there was like a two or three year span where I didn't have to because everything was there, right? Yeah. Same thing yeah, yeah. as like uh, uh, buying records. I haven't right. bought a record in, I mean, I don't know, like it's a, been a while two for me years too. maybe. Yeah. And it's because it's, it just comes out and then it's right there on Apple Music. It's uh, like, it's tough. Yeah. I can listen to it like six, seven times in a row before I would even make it to a store to buy it. Mm-hmm. And listen to it more places. It's yeah. a convenience thing. You know, if you buy something in physical media, I will <clears> say this. I will say this to your credit. 
uh, if you buy something on physical media, if it doesn't have that like uh, voodoo code or <laughs> movies yeah. everywhere, whatever it is, um, you're stuck watching it on you know whatever Blu-ray player or 4K Blu-ray player you have. Right. So, you know, there is something to the convenience of having something able to experience in your pocket at any time. Right. And being able to stream to a TV, whichever TV you have, as long as it's a smart TV, you can go wherever you want and just watch it. Right. Um, so, yeah, that that's super nice. But it's a big but. Big old but. You are assuming that it, it's available somewhere. Yeah. Which may well, not be it. true. Yeah. And then even if it is, you may have to pay for it anyway. Yep. So. Yeah, I have like, I have like five or six movies that I bought over the years on Amazon Prime that I didn't mm. even realize. I went on there and I have I have Heat, I have the Goofy movie, and I have all of the John Wick movies. Okay, yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> I didn't realize because yeah. I would just – one day I would just get so desperate to watch the thing. I'm like, what's $2 yeah. here? What's yeah. eight, you know, 4 or $5 there? Yeah. Fuck uh, it. Yeah, They get me with the $5 deals. <laughs> they I'm do. Like, all right. I might as well. Yeah, it's like, I want to watch this movie. I'm done looking. I'm in my bed. I'm relaxed. I like, I want to watch this thing. Eh, fuck it. I'll yeah. Just, eh. yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, saw uh, somebody was saying that like, uh, you know, like the, the, the free downloads on, on, or not the free downloads, but like downloading video games, for instance, is like going to buy, going to the store and buying the game or, or just you know, five bucks to just re-download it. Like one guy was yeah. saying, he was talking about the physical media and he was saying that like, I have I have my copy of GTA, but it was on sale for like five or six bucks one yeah. day and it was like, why don't I just buy it? And and, and honestly, yeah, I did the same thing. Yeah, I did the yeah, same yeah. thing. When I moved out of my house and, and I had to live with my parents for a bit, all of my games were in a box mm-hmm. and a Another box and another box. In a box, yeah. And I was like, I, I, I can't reach them. And some of them were on sale. And I just, I did it with Red Dead Redemption. Because I was like, I wanted to play it. And I just fucking, it was Schrodinger's on sale. game. <laughs> you don't know if the game's alive or dead. You just, it's in the box. It's in the box. So it yeah. doesn't exist. Because I, I can't see it. I don't right. know. Right. <clears throat> so. I get it. No, I, I mean, I'm right there with you. I, whenever there is a game that I happen to, already have that is on ps plus that i can download again and just get rights to to play without the disc i'm on it in a second yeah and i mean that's what i do whenever i buy something on my switch because that's the entire point it's not having to lug around a bunch of shit right so you know i i just i bought the biggest memory card i could and just keep downloading games because i want especially for the switch there's only like a handful of games that I really want for Switch, mm. but I really want them mm. whenever I go anywhere. You yeah. know, like I always want to play Mario Kart. Yeah. I always want to play Smash. Right. I always want the ability to play uh, 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 Switch Sports. You know, like all these things I, I want on hand all the time. <coughs> so I have to like worry about, and mind you, I have a case that has the game slots in them, mm-hmm. and I, I use it, obviously, for the games I already bought. See? Now, that's a utility-carrying case. <sighs> it right is there. a utility-carrying case. Mm-hmm. It's like cargo shorts but <laughs> in your hands. Uh-huh. Um, has the same effect on women. Yeah. yeah. It's the only time cargo shorts will ever be in anybody's hands. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, uh, I get it. I get it. Uh, it. It seems like such a, a little thing, but it actually does matter. 
yeah. the, that utility and that that uh, ease of use of mm-hmm. not even having to get up off your butt to put the disc in and take the other disc out. Yeah. I mean, it, this is why I was so hard-pressed to get the uh, discless version because I was mm-hmm. like, I don't see myself buying physical media. I get that, but at the same time, I will reiterate my point. Why not have the option? Oh, no, dude. I have changed my tune. Okay. 1,000% I've changed my tune on this. Well, I mean, obviously, I had to because I had to. That well, was the yeah, only way I was going to get one. But okay, I have, even if I even if I wasn't forced to get it, I would have bought it Okay. because I have changed my tune on this. I see. I, I thought it was a thing out of necessity as opposed to you actually wanting the disc. Version. It was it was necessity, but it, it, it... Why are you lying to me right now? <clears throat> it's, I had to... It was the only way I was going to be able to get a PlayStation uh-huh. was the, the the disc drive version. Yeah. But in in all of my thinking on this mm. has made me realize that I'm glad that that was the only option. Because okay. if I got the discless version, I would be beholden to Sony and whatever company decided we're going to just take the game off of... We're just going to take the game out of the store. So go fuck yourself. That's it. Yeah. Like, you don't have any... Because 90% of these games that are out now are online only or uh, online access or, like, sure. you have to have some kind of internet access to yeah, play yeah. the game. Updates. Uh, everything. Yeah. E- like, literally, every well, game. Yeah, these games are constantly updating. And if, yeah. if, if, you know, you can kind of get away with not playing... With with a rather uh, not downloading an update for like maybe one or two cycles, but after a while, it if you don't download it, it's, the game's literally unplayable. Yeah, it's like an iPhone. Yeah, it just dies eventually. <laughs> and it's like you you can you can avoid those downloads uh, uh, updates all you want, but after a while, you're gonna need to get. You're gonna you're gonna need to do this. And so I just uh, more and more I'm like you know feel like. I don't want to be beholden to these companies that just yeah. decide when I get to enjoy things. Sure, you know. Sure. So. Um, yeah, 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 and and I can now share games with you as I have been, mm-hmm. um, and you can start growing your modern 4K Blu-ray collection. Yes, thank what's, you. That's what, silver lining. Yeah, well, uh, you can spend more money now. Um, yeah, what's going to be your first movie you buy? I I want to go through and just look at like what's available from the Criterion Collection because there's. There's some stuff in there. They're just starting 4K now. Yeah. Yeah. So. What would be the first movie that I buy? You know what? You know what movie? I don't know if it's. Obviously, I don't know. I haven't done any research to see if there's like a 4K version or even a Blu-ray version of this. But uh, there's a movie. It's probably. it. Not probably. I think for my money. I'm saying this publicly. Okay. For my money. It is probably if not the best martial arts movie top five martial arts movies of all time okay it's fist of legend it is the jet lee version of bruce lee's fist of fury mm-hmm. it came out in like no 96 or 97 yeah i was in the in the sweet spot <laughs> i mean and it is for my money it's i mean it's definitely my favorite martial arts 94. movie 94 yeah so it's just let's see if that's the version cuz they they made like six versions of this movie yeah yeah that's it cuz uh that guy mm-hmm. that guy's a fucking animal yeah. billy chow billy chow yeah uh plays the uh japanese military uh general or <laughs> not yeah. a, he's not a general but yes the 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 asshole well he is a general general fujita Oh, he is. Oh, <laughs> look at that. 
Um, that movie's so... I, I just... If you haven't seen it, you have to watch it. Because oh, it's, yeah. it's so good. Every fight scene is incredible. And... It it it's like it, it I mean it does the classic uh hero's tale of uh you know Jet plays uh uh uh, uh what is the classic hero's name? Well what's the Chenzen. Chenzen <clears throat> comes back, his uh his his master uh loses in a tournament. Um uh, but there's no way that his master would have lost in a tournament. He's the greatest martial artist of all time. So they find so they find out that um he was poisoned by his opponent and so Chen Zen goes on this basically a rampage yeah. uh and it, and it and it and it it, uh, it also uh has to it's a subplot about like Japanese Japanese imperialism yeah yeah and it, it's the classic like uh Hong Kong Chinese uh storyline of like nationalism yeah yeah and, and and solidifying uh you know that the Chinese great people yeah <laughs> and the japanese Strong. don't belong here exactly and it's yeah. it's just i think it's i think it's a perfect movie i think it's perfect and uh i had it on dvd years ago and lost that dvd and i haven't been able to find was it, it was on it streaming this one? since this this case here because that's the one that i had no no i had that one no no that <laughs> one's sick though it was the one where he's like he's kicking he's in the air and he's kicking We'll have to look it up. This isn't good radio. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but is oh. it on Blu-ray? Let's see. Let's try 4K. <clears throat> Indeed. No, I think it's only on Blu-ray for now. Yeah, a lot of these, a lot of these, especially uh, foreign films, are now either hard to find or outright impossible to find. Yeah, I've been finding that with a lot of. Um, like the classic old school Hong Kong action movies, yeah. uh, like just even impossible to find on DVD, yeah. Let alone Blu-ray or 4K. So that's why, like, whenever Criterion Collection comes out with one, or uh, I mean, any any of like the the individual like small house, but like super expensive but really nice packaging companies come out with like a special edition of like I was just telling you off air. Uh, uh, Super Cop. Yeah, they're doing that. It's like forty bucks, but I'll take because it, it looks awesome. And mm-hmm. you know, like it's it's hard to find That's a lot of times. Of course, it's hard to find a lot of times like a really clean version of these films because they were not preserved very well a lot of times. Right. Um. So I, I love I love whenever we're able to get like a really clean version of of the movie in the highest def you can possibly find with all of the voice options. Yeah. So you can have it subbed or dubbed yeah. whichever way you like. Um, so I'm excited for the future. I hope they keep doing this. And, uh, but yeah, uh, Fist Legend is a good choice for a Blu-ray at least. Yeah. What would you want to get in 4K though? Hmm. What would be worth it in 4K? Maybe Inception? That's one of, also one of my other favorite movies. That'd be good. Yeah, yeah. They, they shot some of that in IMAX, yeah. right? So yeah, yeah. straight anything, up IMAX cameras. Yeah, anything with IMAX camera in it looks really good in 4K. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, Dark Knight Rises. Maybe like could be good too. I mean, like three quarters of that movie is IMAX yeah. cameras. Say what you guys want. 
and I've seen a lot of discourse about the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises and like what Nolan has done to superhero movies. I fucking love the Dark Knight Rises. I don't give a shit. It's not it, obviously objectively you can say that Begins and and the Dark Knight are better movies, obviously. But the Dark Knight Rises, there's a charm to it. There's a funness to it. Maybe, sure, it uh, uh, <clears throat> it goes. It it. it I think if Nolan had made one more movie, he would have jumped the shark because <laughs> yeah. of like how goofy it was starting to get. Uh huh. But I think I think it's still an awesome movie. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Just but but you see these people talk about like how it's definitely the worst in the franchise. One of the, you know it's not you know in retrospect it didn't age well and all this stuff. And I just see people shitting on it more now. I guess. I mean, but that's like saying it's the worst of a good thing. <clears throat> That's exactly what they're saying. It's still really good. Yeah. It's really entertaining and well shot and well acted. and Yeah. I don't know. Why are people complaining? Be- Make well, them stop. <laughs> You're just getting this new breed of comic book fan that's starting to get like a little holier than thou with mm. these movies. Especially with the last couple of Marvel movies and some of the... And the, obviously the stuff that happened with... Uh, um, Zack Snyder's movies and just the way that DC has handled their movies. Yeah. Um, you're just starting to get this holier than now uh, comic book fan where they're, they're just starting to like turn on the machine that is churning these things out. And for, and in, in some instances for good reason, because they yeah. are just, they are just, just shitting these fucking movies out now to the point that some of them, the quality has dipped. So there's, they're not completely off off base yeah we're talking about the marvel slump yeah yeah and so i understand where some of the arguments come from but sometimes you see it get taken too far and honestly i'm literally just talking about twitter you know (laughs) so it's 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 not i haven't had a conversation with a real human being who was like you know the dark knight rises sucks everybody loves that movie i'm talking about twitter where you can find any opinion on anything In the universe. Said very loudly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just Twitter has this fucked up thing where sometimes you'll be scrolling and you'll see something funny and then you'll see based on your likes or some trending topic that Mm -hmm. you don't even like comic book will be the Mm -hmm. thing. And it's like because you have talked about or liked a tweet. That's Andrew Tate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And then you're subjected to just the worst things in the universe. And you're like, I didn't ask for this. Yeah. If this is Twitter's idea of an algorithm that is that is created for me, that is curated for my experience. They're dead fucking wrong. And I don't know who they're fuck. I don't know who they are. uh, uh, Who do you think I am? But but it ain't it ain't who they think I am. Because every time I go on there, I'm like, why would you show me this? I have zero interest in seeing this in in including myself in this discourse like i i don't want to i don't want to be a part of this yeah why do i see this every day it's a hate machine it is it keeps you keeps it rolling so fucked up i will give you advice for your first 4k though please uh i made it a tradition and i i broke it with 4k i broke it with 4k Mm. Um, but i made a tradition starting with dvd to make my first movie that i buy on any of the upgrades to be the mummy really (laughs) yeah because that was the first dvd we ever bought in the house 
and I, I mean, I, I wore that one out. I so. honestly, <clears throat> I had that in the back of my mind of yeah. of that being the one, but I was like, yeah. is that the one? And I started thinking of like stuff outside the box. Yeah, but like it was, it was. I remember in order. It was the Mummy, then it was Blade. Yeah, then it was the Matrix. <laughs> That is a fucking murderer's row. Yeah, those were the three first DVDs oh, we bought. You kidding me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All three of those. Uh huh. And we put, we had the surround sound system, and we we tested it out <clears throat> with Blade. Oh, so good. Oh so man, good. can we can we just do? I know we want to bring the one real end back, mm-hmm. and we do need to bring it back with what we plan to bring it back with. Yeah, yeah. But I also can we can we do like the mummy or like like a, just a favorite sure. where we can just gush? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, you know, I I uh, I say here, and I say to you, faithful fans, uh, we should do a uh, <clears throat> like a horror movie sort of thing for Halloween. Absolutely for October. Absolutely. Yeah. So we can we can do. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe a movie a week, yeah, and we can just make October the one reel in month, and just do a new horror movie review every every month or every week. I'm absolutely down for it. Okay, absolutely. All right, we need to put it on the books because we will forget. We will forget. Yeah, it's <coughs> what it's what beer does. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, that sounds like a tremendous yeah. idea. At least one. We can we can at least commit to one. But I would like to do a, a series. Yeah. If we can. Yeah. We could do well. So if we did it for the month, I guess we could start late September and do like top five. So each week just do yeah another one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the mummy would fit in very well with that. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to convince me to watch the mummy, man. Yeah. We could watch it like as soon as we're done with this. I watch it. <laughs> I've watched that movie. I have watched that movie back to back. I've watched it. I there was a day, there was a two day span where I watched it, and then I was like. I kind of want to watch it again. <laughs> and I just put it back on and just watched it again. You're like a five-year-old watching Cars. <laughs> and it's just, it's a perfect movie. Yeah, it is. It is a perfect movie. Yeah. It, there is, it has everything. It's so funny. It's so funny you say that because I agree. But I remember when it came out, there was backlash against mm. it. People didn't like it. Yeah. And I don't know why. I don't know why. I remember the weekend it came out because uh, my cousin, one of my cousins, uh, went to the movie theater to see it and came back saying it was okay. Oh, man, no. <sighs> I mean, day one, dude. I I remember me and a, me and a friend, of, uh, uh, that movie came out in 99. I was like nine, eight, nine going on 10. And I mean, we just, we, we quoted that movie near constantly. Yeah. yeah. Just constantly. Looks like I've got all the horses. <laughs> like every fucking day. Yeah. Looks like you're on the wrong Long side of the river. river. <laughs> of course. So of course. Good. Oh man, yeah, I, I, yeah. But you're right. It was. I mean, because I don't know. I, 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 I don't know what people were. Ex- well, I guess I know what people were expecting. It was a. It was technically a remake of the classic Mummy movie, sure, so yeah. I guess they were expecting like a horror movie mm-hmm. a, a, in the vein of that original. Yeah. It's more of a swashbuckling adventure. Yeah, it's it's basically just pirates before pirates. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. it's 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 the it's the the great grandson of Indiana Jones. It's like yeah. 
I mean, I think Brendan Fraser in his prime definitely could go neck and neck with Harrison Ford. I mean, Harrison is the man. He's a god. Of course, of course, He's on yeah, Mount yeah. Olympus. Yeah. So let me not let me say this with the caveats of all, yeah. all, all, all <laughs> due respect. Yeah. Harrison is untouchable. I'm right. saying that Brendan was up there. I'm saying he's same tier. Brendan, I mean, uh, Harrison is the god. Right. Obviously, Harrison Ford's run went longer. Yeah. And more consistently. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to think, like, that third Mummy movie was just... I, I just mean, a, I even have issues with the second one. We, we both know this. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, the second knows. one is... Uh, there leaves a little to be desired but you in that know, second one. You know my 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 sense for the CG and, and stuff. Yes. How much of a stickler I uh-huh, am and how uh-huh. much second and and that second ruin. one, yeah, and that I mean that second one is notorious. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, not enough people talk about uh, the Scorpion King. Speak of the devil. <laughs> hey, man, it's a fun movie. It is fun. Yeah, it's real. I fun. saw that one in theaters. I remember seeing it and it being a good time. It is. It's a. It's a. It's yeah. I mean, it's not uh, it's not gonna win any fucking no, but it's... <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Maybe a Razzie, I don't know. It is a, a I don't know if this still stands, but uh, The Rock was the highest paid debut actor of all time wow. when that movie came out. They gave him uh, I don't know, fifteen or twenty million dollars to make mm-hmm. that movie. It came so... out in two thousand two. Wow, it's a long time ago. Yeah, I mean two thousand two. Can you? I mean, this was still. Like wrestling was still every week. Yeah, he was at. I mean, this was this was peak rock, <laughs> the height of his power. Two thousand two, two thousand two. I mean, yeah, he was because uh, Steve Austin was on his way out. He retired in two thousand three, but he was already pretty much done. Like his yeah. knees were shot, his neck was done. He was he was just a guy who talked mm-hmm. mostly. The Rock though, two thousand two. Yeah, <sighs> buddy. Yep, this man was. I mean. That's why they gave him like twenty million dollars to make this fucking prequel. Yeah, you know, for never really acting before. <laughs> yeah, that is so much confidence in another human being. Can oh, you yeah. imagine being one of the studio heads and you're like, "Yeah, we've got about twenty million dollars to allocate to one person." Yeah. Well, and, and I would say, well, they had confidence because they saw him acting every week. You know, I mean, you say that, and you're right, but think about all the other. And that's Aspiring. what I was say. <laughs> I would say that, but if you look at a lot of the other, especially the WWE productions, yeah, ooh, doggy, uh, yeah, they're not good. No, uh, they're not good. No. So, uh, Mr. Dwayne Johnson has had uh, a little special something. Yeah, obviously, yeah, 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 he had that X factor. Mm-hmm. Even Steve Austin didn't have that. Mm-mm. None of them had it. I mean, John Cena made it, despite all odds. But, you know, the thing is, I don't think uh, <clears throat> they don't have the same thing that The Rock has. No, no, no. Of course not. I think I think I think John Cena is funnier and I think Dave Bautista is a better actor. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Dwayne Johnson. Well, you, just see, has you see that, that by evidence of the movies they've gotten. Right. You know, like it's very clear that Dwayne Johnson doesn't have the, the comedic timing or chops that Cena does. Right. <laughs> Which sounds weird to say, but. It's true. If, if yeah. you look at them in movies, like and and again the roles that they get, <clears throat> I mean anything that Dwayne Johnson's trying to be funny in, he has a very small window of of funniness. But you know why? Hmm. I've thought about this actually, huh. and I think it's because The Rock is too busy being concerned with his image. Yeah, he cannot, and it's the same thing as in wrestling. 
these guys wouldn't let another guy go over beat beat them because it would affect their reputation their, their and image. it would yeah. yeah and i think that the rock is held on to that like i need to be seen a certain way yeah because every time he's funny it's because he's charming or you know he's the handsome guy mm-hmm. he plays off of being the charming handsome charismatic or, or guy. It's, it's very lightly goofy <clears throat> Yeah, it's very lightly goofy. It's but never, it, but it's always played to how handsome he is and how charming yeah. he is. It's never Cena will Cena will just go for it. Yeah. I mean, look at the scene in uh, Trainwreck where he's. I mean, he, his character is basically a closeted homosexual, mm-hmm. and he like dives fully, into it. Fully goes into or it. Or watch yeah. him in Peacemaker, man. The scene where oh, he yeah, he has a fight scene where he's in his fucking tidy whiteies. <laughs> yeah. Like he he like really uh, yeah. you know. Well, and, and he can go into, again, like more explicit stuff, R-rated stuff. Yeah. Where I feel like The Rock's kind of afraid of not looking kid-friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Which I guess happens if you get too big. Yeah. Um, but I don't know who's making that call. Is it him or is it the studios? That I, it's, I think it's definitely It's him. probably him. Yeah. I think he, I think though he tries to uh, shy away from it, I think he has political aspirations. Yeah. And I think that... If he were to actually run for any kind of office, the first thing that he's going to have to answer for is all of the shady shit that he did in wrestling, all of the shitty things that he said as The Rock. They're definitely going to bring all that stuff up. I mean, he was like a raging misogynist yeah. and and uh, 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 homophobe. Yeah. Uh, wasn't everyone in wrestling? Yes, at they that were. Time? Exactly. But not all of them are who Dwayne is now. Sure. sure. You know, the rest of those guys can just get away with it because they're like, ah, I was wrestling. It is what it is. But you yeah. can't fucking run for governor and be who he was week after week. Yeah. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying that you work for Jesse Ventura. Yeah. Well, but they weren't they weren't, dude. The 80s were not the 90s, man. <laughs> yeah. The 80s. They were worse in real life. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the 90s, they were worse on camera. Yeah. yeah. They were encouraged to be the shittiest human beings on yeah. the planet. Don't you think that would help someone nowadays to run for office? Mm. <laughs> to have that gritty of a past? Yeah, I guess for for definitely for a certain uh, demo. Yeah, yeah. And I think that The Rock is the one guy who they, everybody they're always looking for a guy who can reach across the aisle. Yeah, and he's, he's got it all. He really does. Yeah, except for you know political experience. Not that that matters. Exactly. <laughs> and and and, and uh, also, I think uh, I think if he just gets a broad enough platform, yeah, I really honestly think that he it could work. The sky's the limit for him. It could honestly, work. yeah, really, I could see it happening. You know, I could see that happening. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. I never, I never really seriously thought about that, but <laughs> yeah, the stars are aligning in a very weird way. Mm-hmm. But. I could see that happening and that's why i don't think you'll ever see him do anything like really i mean he did like some stuff early in his career early in his movie career like pain and gain and like uh uh some like weirder movies he did like in the first couple of years but after yeah. that once he became Dwayne yeah. the rock johnson that was it he was yeah. never going back to that shit you know yeah never looked back after moana uh-uh <laughs> uh-uh uh, we haven't got to the AR AI rapper yet. And we're at we're at an hour ten. I think that's indicative of how we should treat this. <laughs> uh, the, the 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 AI rapper. Yeah. All right. Let's just fucking gloss over and give okay. it a, give okay. it a once over. Well, I don't I don't know a ton about this. 
I can uh, tell you a little bit about it because I've been paying attention. Tell to me, it. tell me about it, and tell me your feelings <laughs> as a human rapper. Okay, so FN Mecca is the pro is is the result of 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 a programming project. It was multiple people. It was this team of people that put this thing together, mm-hmm. and it's been going on since like 2019. Described and, uh, by CNN as a black male cyborg. Right, and that's a crazy thing to. Uh, for them to describe it as anything other than not real. <laughs> um, so this team put together this, this, so, so basically they, they fed it. I mean, SoundCloud rappers and trap rappers over the past like 10 years mm-hmm. or not 10 years, like five or six years. They, okay. Basically what is hot right now, what's been hot for the past couple of years. They just fed that into this AI program mm. and it came up with about 75 to 80% of the lyrics. And then they had a guy actually go in there and, and clean it up. Okay. And then, and then actually perform the songs themselves. Mm. And then the character is, is, is this thing that they created to be like the face of, of these songs that were created by this program right it blew up on soundcloud as terrible rappers do yeah and uh it went viral on tiktok as terrible rappers do and then it got signed to Capitol records now the past couple of years these record labels have been just giving like just giving out shady deals and just weird you just like like some of these guys like like Lil Pump or like Lil Yachty. I'm not saying that these guys don't deserve a record deal. Like they have. Excuse a, me, Lil Pimp. Lil Pump. Lil Pimp. Yeah, sorry, Lil Pimp. Lil <laughs> Pimp. <laughs> as as uh, <coughs> Trump would say. They. I'm not saying that they don't have a strong enough fan base to warrant being signed. But some of them were making like five, six, seven million dollar deals, and it's like off of one song. Yeah. It's like these labels. It's like the labels. We're living in a different universe where the the economy of 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 music and 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 everything it just, they were just ignoring it and just going they just had money to burn. Well, I think the deals themselves caused the buzz around the artists. Oh yeah, as opposed to the other way around. A million percent. So I mean, you see <clears throat> that. I mean, case positive with how the long the lack of longevity with a lot of these artists. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's there's a couple of guys and I can't remember their names because exactly. they were so yeah exactly. But they, some of them made you know millions of dollars off their, yeah, their advance. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm you know I'm not salty about it at all. Anyway, <laughs> this uh, <coughs> so this so this, about the fake rapper that got a uh, record deal. Uh, on it, on, it just basically what it, the problem was not the technology although as uh, to to kind of address your original question for how does it make me feel as an actual rapper uh the problem wasn't so much the music that was being created although i do have a serious problem with that and we'll get to that in a second sure. it was everything else surrounding it mm-hmm. basically what they did was they took the worst stereotypes that they could find about black artists and things are associated with quote-unquote black culture fed that into the machine and also came up with this character's like life story like there's a picture that now is probably either been deleted or the instagram has gone private where he's getting like beat by the cops i saw that but the caption is like it's almost like a video game where it's like what do you guys think i should do about this i'm getting beat by the cops or just being black or some something crazy like that yeah so 
it was stuff like that, which that picture was taken before uh, this thing had gone viral. This is yeah. like 2019. It went fi- It went viral because it got signed. And that's when everybody, again, to your point, it was the deal, not so much the actual right. artistry. Artist. Yeah. It was the deal that everybody heard about. Then everybody looked into it and they were like, wait a minute. Why is he saying the N-word so much? There's not a black person on this design team. It was just yeah. first it was a joke. First people made the joke on Twitter that like I bet you it's a it's a room full of fucking nerds. White, white record execs. <laughs> and they all Capital just records. put this together and uh and and not a black black person in sight. And come to find out, I mean the guy who runs the design team, he was like, I'm part of one of the most diverse teams Ugh. that you will find. I'm the only white person there and it's like, all right. Let's just say that you're right. And let's say you have a rainbow coalition of developers yeah. and engineers on your team. Do you think that that makes it okay? <laughs> yeah. Do you think that you and the Asian guy <sighs> over there and uh, and the Japanese guy, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, yeah. it's a diverse group. That's good. You hired a diverse, good, good right, for you. Right. That the, apologizes for everything that yeah. this AI is saying right now. And it, it's just like, the, you know, it, it basically, um, it was basically the uh, uh, avatar for the worst parts of the commercialization of hip hop. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it basically just represented everything that is wrong right now. Yeah. Well, and, and I think even just knowing the little bit I know, it feels like it trivializes not only hip hop as a culture and, and genre, the experiences of black people too right yeah exactly so uh, it just wasn't really well thought out <laughs> no clearly <laughs> and I, I just i can't for the life of me wrap my head around why a bunch of record execs thought it was a good idea i mean even from a financial standpoint i guess you don't have to pay an actual person and you don't have to worry about this person getting into trouble and you don't have to worry about the content of this person because everything could be controlled from whoever is a, a part of that. Right. You don't have to worry about a person's personality. It feels like it black is a mirror. Thing. It is a really fucked up black mirror <laughs> kind of thing because yeah. they're talking about this as if like, this is the, like the guy, the guy who designed it. He said, you have the CNN article pulled up. Yeah. Okay. Um, we have the apology go down, here. Go but... down further. No, right, right there, right there. Not to be, this is from the, this is from the guy who, who uh, read here. Read that, read that. Uh, I guess his name's Martini. Uh, not to get all philosophical, but what is an artist today? Martini said in an interview last year with Music Business Worldwide. Think about the biggest stars in the world. How many of them are just vessels for commercial endeavors? What the fuck is he talking about? That sounds Even- like uh, like west coast investor bullshit yeah that's silicon <laughs> valley fucking like I, what does that even fucking mean even the poppiest of pop artists who do pepsi commercials and all kinds they're still art they're still human beings yes they're still people they're yeah. still in the studio creating those things you would, you what would, is he talking about you would hope that they would bring some artistry to whatever they're doing so they, i mean they in they inevitably do they they have to they yeah. bring who they are as a person they bring right. their image they bring 
their personality their body, they bring their, their yeah their vocal cords their, their life experience they yeah. all of that goes into the artistry what is he talking about when i read that quote it infuriated infuriated me they're just vessels for commercial endeavors and and and, and that is his reasoning for why it is okay for him to right. do what he's so doing. it's it's clearly it was started in a place of disrespect exactly for, for the art there was never a point where they take they took into account what this would mean for the rest of us not just rappers but just artists in general yeah what it would mean for for people aspiring for these things what it would mean for black people black people they just never took into account any of that yeah and they just pushed forward and that's the problem with a lot of this AI shit like you I mean I'm sure all of you guys have seen the AI art and all the controversy mm -hmm. that's come out yeah. with like a machine it's a whole conversation just being yeah. fed uh renaissance art and then just <laughs> and they're like that's the Here future of go. art is like for real <laughs> that's the future you want <clears throat> and I think part of it is uh excuse me that was gross I think part of it is I think it's no talent hacks who want to minimize what it means to be an artist. Because every time that people talk about being an artist and, and wanting to aspire to do that for the rest of your life, I, I see it all the time. Uh, I follow this page called uh, For Exposure on Twitter. Shout out to For Exposure. It's a great page. I mean, it, it's going to make you angry if you start following it. <laughs> Is because, it F-O-R or f number four? Uh, uh, F-O-R dot exposure and I think dot T-X-T or something weird like that. I think if you just Twitter search For, for exposure, exposure, you'll, you'll find, find it. Yeah. Um. And it basically screenshot and reposts uh, people, artists being asked by normies, basically, for, uh, um, um, uh, fuck, what is the word? Commissions. Okay. To do things, right? So uh, can you can you write a song for my wedding? Can you uh, can you do my album artwork? Can you uh, write this create ad. this poter? Can you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, I know this is going. <clears throat> and then the person, the artist says, oh, 100%. What were you thinking? And uh, when did you need to buy? I need to buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, here are my rates. Rates? You can't do this for free? For free? I don't fucking know you. What are you talking about for yeah. free? What, yeah. what, what? And, then their, and then their response is, is, is inevitably, well, bro, I mean, I have like 10,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah. You can just do this for exposure. I'll send the at. And then, and then it devolves from, I will help you by showcasing you to all my followers down to, well, who are you anyway? Get a real fucking job. Yeah. And that's the crux of it, I think, is yeah. a lot of people who don't have any talent or never even tried to uh, <laughs> uh, uh, take any kind of artistry to its limit are looking down on artists and going like, well, fucking, they need to fucking get a fucking job anyway. Fuck yeah, them. yeah. I mean, to me, it feels like a lot of tech-minded people looking down their noses at artists because they're the the, the poor. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tech people going. You're replaceable. There's nothing that you can do that I can't do on this computer. Right. There's nothing individualistic about you. There's nothing that's worth. There's nothing worth putting uh, investing in you that i couldn't do in two yeah. seconds just programming it that's how they yeah. that's how a lot of these guys look at it well it, it, it's taking automation too far you know yeah like it, it, it makes sense if it makes the job faster and more efficient and safer but when it comes to art that's a completely different story and you can't replace artists you just right. can't do it 
Yeah. Even if even if uh, AI could create a beautiful landscape, that can't be as valuable as somebody who took out the time and hours to to paint something from their own memories or view out of their lodge or whatever. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that 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 inevitably means more because it is more precious. Yeah, I mean, look at any time complex or high society or any of these weird Instagram pages repost something that an artist, an actual person had done. Or like somebody like, like that one guy who would like do weird shit where he like dip a basketball in ink and then like rub the basketball and then the it's Kobe pans out. Yeah. And you're like, Whoa, holy shit. Like yeah. how did he even learn that he could do that? Let right. alone like fucking be that good at it. Yeah. You'll never be able to replicate that. Yeah. If you told me that a computer just printed it out, I'm like, well, fuck you. Of yeah. course it did. Well, it's, I mean, it's inevitably, inherently, I mean, less impressive. Yeah. It means less. Yeah. But yeah. that's what they want is for it to mean less. Because then then it's all on an even keel. Then it's like, a, it's not what you think it is. That's what a lot of these tech bros want is they want their view of things to be everyone else's view which is that like it's not it's not that impressive look i can i can do that yeah yeah it's Easy. not you know let me program that <clears throat> like i can just make that thing for you and i can mass produce it and i can program a thing that will make it for you and i can make you money and everybody makes money and it's easy and that's, that's what that's makes that. the world go round and so uh capital <sighs> records dropped this ai rapper and yeah. you um, want me to read the apology they they wrote out no okay. no because fuck them <laughs> they should have known better yeah that's ridiculous it's, that it's what even, you expect yeah from a it it is the yeah yeah from a company and ai could have written that <laughs> yeah, fucking apology pretty much i'd be surprised if it didn't <laughs> yeah. at this point so uh, it, it yeah it's it, it ugh, is exactly yuck. it's disgusting it's 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 uh it's sad and it's you know it is what it is and i don't think we have seen the last of this i think all this has done has emboldened people like this guy to come back later and be like, all right, we worked out the kinks. There's nothing offensive about this guy. It's not going to say the N-word anymore. Which is honestly even worse. Yeah. Because now you're going to create this milk toast version of the thing that you were trying to make. <laughs> right. And it's just like, again, no, no thought, no heart, no soul went into this. And that's why it's going to continue to fail because there's nothing real. There's no spirit to it. There's no, yeah, there's nothing tangible. There's nothing yeah. to like, there's no risks. Yeah. The reason, part of the reason that they were so happy to do this is because there was no risk involved with this thing. Yeah. He couldn't get arrested. He couldn't say something controversial unless they programmed him to say it. <laughs> Yeah. He couldn't do anything unless they wanted him to do it. Yeah. There so. was no there's no risk. It's it's the uh the next level of of dystopian like black artists being under, under control of major record label. Right. Even when he's not an actual black artist. Right. They they don't need you anymore. They're just inventing new ones of their own that they can control completely. Yeah. This this is a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> And then you see you see people like uh, the TDE uh, president punch. He's like, we got to protect hip hop culture and black culture. And it's like, yeah, man, should have been doing like fucking twenty years ago. Yeah, like mm -hmm. somebody responded to him and yeah, kind of agreed. The guy was like, I mean, not not to not to punch specifically, but like he responded to him and he's like, well, we should have been doing this, but every time we get something, we fucking sell it. 
and it's like how can how can you protect something that every time you uh, every time it becomes a success, success the first thing that you think to do is to make as much money off of it and then move on to the next thing you know yeah like <clears throat> you can't protect a culture when you have no control over it of course like versus for instance now mm-hmm. Timbaland and uh and Swiss Beats have a lawsuit against Triller because Triller backed out of the deal and now versus is just floating in space and it's like it was this beautiful thing that was created by two guys for nothing but the love right. nothing but entertaining people nothing but the nothing but a good time nothing yeah. but bringing people together in in what we thought was like gonna be the end of the world for a second yeah the celebration <clears throat> it was yeah. it, it was and then it turned into it got commodified as quickly as possible yeah and now look at it you know it's like well yeah that's what happens to all of these things as soon as they get big enough inevitably you can't protect something like that what are you supposed to do <sighs> just keep producing yeah and let these fucking companies sell kinda, sell sell uh, yeah. you know just stay valuable <laughs> that's yeah. all you can do that's all you can do stay yeah. valuable yep so you know that's 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 where we are. So we'll 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 see what happens. A guy like me, you know, you just kind of you kind of go back to basics, and you're just like, I I just want uh, I I want to like just stay right below that level of commodification and uh-huh. just go like, this is uh, whoever wants to get this thing, they're gonna understand it, and mm-hmm. maybe they'll pay for it, and then we'll we'll just keep it right here on this this like subversive level. Yeah. And uh, and and we'll be happy with that, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. because it's we're we're past the idea of uh, changing the game or you know being like this huge. It's like no 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 no. It's fine to just be right here, right there, right at the level where you still have control. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Complete creative control. At the end of the day, that's what it's all about. This yeah. show and the music and all the content that we create. If we lose control over it, then then what's the point? There's only two options here, okay? It's either we stay at a certain level of just, you know, being able to be profitable while still having complete creative control, Mm -hmm. or we blow up to the highest echelon of of podcasting and uh, for you for hip-hop, and you become a mogul in a way that you still have creative control, but you make a ton of money at the same time. Yeah. Well, I mean, if and we, then you victimize other artists. Right. Right. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And and you know, if we're if you we're, become the puppet master, if if we're sitting on Rogan type of money for this yeah. podcast, and sorry guys, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna be hearing about a lot of supplements. Yeah, we're selling the fuck out. <laughs> you can skip I'm ahead. Kidding, it's fine. Sort of, not really. It's easy I enough to skip ahead. Don't worry. Immediate. No, I wouldn't sell out. I wouldn't sell out. Anyway, that Ooh. is. That's, I think that's all I have to say. That's enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is enough. All right. Um, we got to get to these beers, but we can't get to these beers until we get to our cheers of the week. So, Obi. You want to start us off, my friend? I would love to. I only have a little left. (laughs) (laughs) So weak. (laughs) Well, there's more in there. There there are. I cracked open a second one. This is my second one. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh, I'm holding your first one. (laughs) I am smiling. (laughs) Um, My cheers of the week. This is my second one. (sighs) My cheers of the week goes to... UCF football. UCF football. 
Ah, with a new season among us, upon us, and uh, soon to be on top us. of us. Hell yeah. Um, I can't wait. 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 No. I can't wait. Um, yeah. You know, uh, if you know me, which you may or may not, uh, I, I, I've never been much of a sports guy, but... I think really, you know, other than other than combat sports, because I've been a fan of those forever. Hell yeah, brother! Um, when it comes to you know football, basketball, baseball, et cetera, et cetera, I've been an outsider. I, I, I've I've been a fan here and there. I have my teams. Yeah. Uh, but really, college football and it really inspired this uh, this passion, this passion for vo- football. I didn't know I had, um, because. You know, the only other thing I have for the pros is the Jets. So, uh, but <sighs> sorry. That being said, it's okay. That being said, uh, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Yeah. Flacco. Joe Flacco. Uh, that being said, <laughs> UCF football <laughs> is Joe Flacco, baby. Is going places, <clears throat> and uh, you know, there's been a lot of a lot of changes. Uh, you know, from coaching with Gus Malzahn, very uh, exciting, uh, very prestigious coach. Talk about it. Coming in um, last year, having a, a, a complete changeup of quarterback. Mm-hmm. Now we have, th- uh, I think, three quarterbacks at this point mm-hmm. that we can choose from. And they just recently announced uh, John Rise Plumley as uh, he's a, he's a he's a Double, dual threat. A dual threat. Dual threat. Former quarterback, quarterback of Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Also plays baseball. Um, he's now. Uh, I think he became a running back at one point, but now he's back in quarterback where he wanted to be with UCF. Nice. So <clears throat> excited to see how he does in this upcoming game. If he doesn't do well, which I have all the faith in the world that he will, because he's a good runner, mm-hmm. and that's what. Malzahn likes to do. Um, we have options. Yeah, there's there's a, a big breadth and depth of our chart right now, and I'm excited to see what the boys do. Um, and just excited for football to be back in general. Yeah, you know, like yeah. like I, I was telling you last week, I, I'm I'm just dying to have something to do on Sunday nights. Itching, itching. So it, it's just gonna be nice to have it back. Uh, you know, I, I I just can't wait to have that tradition returned. Hell yeah. Uh, it yeah. feels like this off season is longer than. I mean, it just feels like it's been an eternity. It's been forever, right? Yeah, it's been forever, and I don't know why that is, but it just maybe it's because like this is the first year we've kind of come back to normal mm. in society. Yeah, and so now it's like, okay, when is this coming back too? Yeah, um, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm itching, I'm itching yeah. for it. So excited for football in general and UCF football. Go Knights, charge on. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. I want to go to a couple games, too. So. Of course. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. down for that. Fuck Spin yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. That game we went with uh, Juan? Yeah. That was killer. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. So we got to try to do something like that again. Yeah. That'll be fun. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Or at least a little tailgate. You know, a little, oh, yeah, little yeah, tailgate. Yeah. A little tailgate. A little tailgate. You can always go to a bar to watch the game itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Little, little it's too close not to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
We're lucky enough to live in, in proximity right. of a big college football That's true. town. That's true. So, yeah. Put some, put some respect on the Knights. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, My cheers of the week is going to the alchemist. Mr. Alchemist. Uh, Alchemist. One of the greatest hip-hop producers of all time. Uh, I've realized in this past, like, couple of months... Uh, working on, I'm working on a project and, uh, I've been putting a lot of, putting a lot, a lot of myself into it, you know, um, work, basically doing the entire thing, mm-hmm. you know, cover art, production, everything, engineering. So it's from top to bottom, it's me. <clears throat> so this next project that comes out, is going to be all me. Yeah. And I realized that I have taken more influence from everything that the alchemist has been doing the past couple of years than I've taken from any, I mean, I think that if I had to pick my favorite producers, probably DJ premier, mm-hmm. but I, I'd, I'd be lying if I, if I said that I wasn't more influenced in my own production style by, uh, the alchemist. Yeah. Like uh, the things that he does, the samples that he finds, the way that he freaks the samples, like it's just, it's you listen to it and you're just like i mean how did he even why would he do that like it's it's just so it's it's really it's really dilla-esque in that you're like i wouldn't even think to have done that with the sample Mm -hmm. i wouldn't have thought to to uh chop it that way And, and and to i just it's just so it's just fucking fascinating man and it it's just like anything else that you learn a little bit about you gain a respect for sure yeah right so like when i learned a little bit of jujitsu it completely changed how i watched the ufc Mm -hmm. and mixed martial arts in general just a couple of months of doing it myself i was like wow man holy shit it is rough (laughs) (laughs) and you come you just you just gain this respect that not doing it doesn't give you right yeah and and now that i finally started doing this this other side of it again it's just another thing where you're like man i had no idea i mean i knew that it was hard but i had no idea like it's not just difficult it's that you you like it takes a different kind of brain to do the things that some of these Mm -hmm. the greats do yeah you know any I think anybody, you give them six months and you put a laptop and a fucking uh, MIDI keyboard in front of them, I think it can come up with a decent beat. But the greats, the top tier, the Mad Libs, the Dillas, the Premiers, the Hit Boys, he's, I mean, he's fantastic. Sure. Guys like that, like, it's a different level, man. Yeah. And uh, and, and I've just been listening. It just I just keep finding myself listening to Alchemist shit that just, like, is changing my view of how to do things. So Yeah. He's also really good at finding samples from completely obscure sources yeah so like a lot of international music a lot of these really exotic sounds that you you know you don't ordinarily hear in america yeah just go finding it in a crate somewhere a dusty crate you can almost hear the grit in the album itself from the 70s in algeria or something (laughs) yep and it's really interesting. How Believe me, that that is a, a, another thing that I've stolen from him is like trying to find obscure yeah. samples. Yeah, yeah. Weird, I always find the that weirder really cool. the better. The yeah. like, 
songs that were like I I don't like I've been sampling stuff from like is is it in English? I don't want to sample it. <laughs> I want something that sounds that like you can't even like the the words, the language, all of it is part of the music itself. Like sure. it, it has to have a melody, even the uh, even if you don't understand it, part of it, it has to have some kind of mm-hmm. melody to it. Yeah, and like all of that is just ripped off from the Alchemist. So there you go. Uh, I think that's the chairs of the week. Let's get these brewskis out of the way, Obi. What'd you think of the neon beer hug from the Goose Island Beer Company? Uh, it was really good. Uh, I like how juicy it is. Um, it doesn't go really above and beyond in flavor, but that's okay for me. And it comes in at a respectable 7%. You know, I think that's, that is around the sweet spot that I like my IPAs to be at. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it comes off with a very, like, sort of hazy flavor for me. Um, hazy, juicy, kind of that that vibe. Nothing really individual about it, I will say. And that knocks it down a peg for me. So I'm going to give it a four. I think it's good, especially considering you can find this, you know, kind of everywhere. Yeah. Um, so I like it. I mean, I would I would get it again. And in fact, I, I did get it again because it was BOGO. <laughs> um, so I have another one of these. <laughs> nice. But very nice. I'm, I'm happy because it's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I think I'm going to also give it a four just because it's I'm not going to chalk anything up to its mass distribution or, you know, what the company has turned into just on flavor alone. It's good. And if it's widely available, I would I would snag it again if I saw it at a bar. I'd, I'd go for it if yeah. I wanted, you know, like nice IPA. And, and, and I agree with you. I think seven is the sweet spot. Yeah. I don't think you like a, you go any lower than that. You're getting into like kind of a session. I mean, I guess most IPAs hover around like a six, six and a half. Yeah. But I think seven is. is I, yeah. Most of them I see are like six to seven and a half at the most. Yeah. I think the highlight is seven and a half. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I think uh, you want. Especially if it's not a double IPA, but you want like a, yeah, you want a little little booze, mm-hmm. little booze yeah. on that, kind of uh, complements the juiciness of the IPA. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. But at, at, at on the other end of it, is there anything super like <clears throat> unique about it, or is it is it you know some kind of mind blowing like any uh, like oh I've never had this kind of no no, no there's nothing. Nothing special about it, so get it if you see it. Don't go out of your way for it. Sure. I mean, I, I as far as I know, as far as I can remember, the flagship Goose IPA is just as good, if not better. Yeah. So less hazy, less fruity. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, definitely less fruity. More of a traditional bitter IPA yeah. flavor, but yeah, solid. Yeah. So that's a unanimous four. Yes. For the neon beer hug beer hug. You think we got it? I know we got it. Well then let's get the fuck out of here. This has been the One Beer In Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Get yourself a beer hug. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. We love you.